is the Go Blue Crew. Welcome back, everyone, to the Go Blue Crew. This is episode 123. I am Tyler Fenwick, joined by Derek Devine. It's been a while since we've uh, talked about anything, but especially Michigan basketball. So, Derek, how have you been in our uh, little absence here? Good. You know, staying busy as usual, working from home, um, thinking about how, uh, you know, special it is that you are recently engaged. I am recently engaged. Yeah. In fact, today I was working on putting the website together and maybe you can back me up on this because I'm using WordPress and, you know, back in the day, that's where we had the big house report and it just seems like WordPress over time, if you use their free or their inexpensive options, they're making it less and less customizable for you, the consumer. And I'm to the point where, you know, I'm, I'm obviously not going to pay a bunch of money for this website because we're basically using it for RSVPs, but it's just, you can't do a whole lot with it anymore. And I feel like it, it, it wasn't always that way. Maybe you can back me up on that. I can back you up and actually offline, I can provide you a different site, a different option. I don't want to plug them because, you know, we, we don't get sponsorships here. What if we're I hoping. already paid for the URL, though? Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's 18 bucks. Let's talk offline. <laughs> you know, you know. Well, no, I know what you mean. I mean, thinking back to the uh, the old Big House Report day, shout out to the Big House Report. Oh, yeah. I feel like I knew enough to be dangerous, but I and it's not because of, you know, you leading it before me or all the other people before us. It just, you know, you only had to do the bare minimum. You got up a blog. You made sure it was, you know, edited and you, you sent it out. I, I didn't learn the thick and thin of WordPress like maybe I should have. And I do know that, yes, now the free options for just about any platform, WordPress aside, are, are no good. Everything's kind of pay to play now. So Yeah, you know, I'm not shocked. I wish That's you luck better. on that, especially since you paid for the domain. But, you know, exciting times in your life. But, yeah, all is good here. Like I said, only 18 bucks, So maybe... If you got something good to plug, let's talk about it later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> For now, though, uh, we can talk about Isaiah Livers, who decided to come back to Michigan, give it one final go. He was uh, the lone holdout of the, the couple who decided to test the NBA draft. And, I mean, this is big, obviously, for Michigan, because he comes back and, you know, is immediately probably Michigan's best player, certainly Michigan's most proven player, um, what what does his return mean for this roster? It means good news, and I think a, a world of of bad news first and foremost. But for this roster, I mean, getting the probably the, the best player back, and maybe not the most talented or most potential, because I think Franz Wagner making the decision to come back right. probably a, a higher ceiling, and you're you're starting to bring in some young guys under Juwan Howard, who hopefully will just continue to get better and better. But I mean, Isaiah Livers is crucial for Michigan's success. He was uh, in his role last year, um, kind of being out with injury for a while there. Um, and, and he even said it himself. He, he didn't have the season he wanted because of injuries and all the other stuff going on. Obviously, no one, uh, seniors included like John Teske and Xavier Simpson, had no end to their season that was um, anything they wanted with no, no NCAA tournament and no Big Ten tournament. But, yeah, I think this is huge. And, I think one of the things we talked about is the players, John Beeline's guys adjusting to Coach Howard. I think Isaiah Livers loves 
uh, playing for Jawan Howard, adjusted well, became a leader on the team. And, I mean, year two in a system, we talk about that uh, with guys like Josh Gaddis or coaching staff more than ever just because John Beeline was there for, for a very long time. But year two in the Jawan Howard system, Isaiah Livers leading with some of the other returners and new guys. I mean, my goodness, this team is so much better with him. And, and honestly, you can kind of forget about the – the distant past of losing out on some five stars because I'll take Isaiah Livers over an incoming five-star freshman uh, any day. Are you concerned at all about injuries popping up again? I just know that when we're talking about groin or hamstring, uh, it, it, those those soft tissue injuries, are they seem more likely to, to come back up, and, and it's going to have been a while you know, when we get back into the college basketball season, whenever that is, but is that something you're going to be paying attention to just making sure that he is 100% healthy and there's no aggravation there? Yeah, for sure. I mean, anyone who's coming off of a season where they ran into injury problems and, and, and just in general, like injuries in general are, are something that I think a lot of people face regularly, but especially after a time where you don't have the same access to the training facilities you're used to, maybe off season looked a little different for him because he was maybe prepping for the NBA draft. And you've got to think that, a lot of these guys have more than enough time off. I mean, they missed the Big Ten tournament. They didn't play deep into March or April um, like years past, so hopefully healed up and can keep himself from, from becoming injured again. But, yeah, I mean, anytime you have a guy as talented as Isaiah Livers sit out part of the season due to injury, it's it's definitely top of mind, and you just got to hope he, he stays healthy, especially um, this being, like, truly his last go um, at, at college basketball. Um, even if somehow the, the season gets canceled just because of all the COVID stuff, it's likely he wouldn't come back again, even if he got uh, the ability to get that, that final year back um, of eligibility. But yeah, I mean, this is his last go at it. And so hopefully he stays injury free. Is basketball, you know, we're so used to, to guys leaving early. Uh, it's kind of rare for a good player to be there all four years or, or five years in some cases. And so the fact that, yeah, that this, like, you know, this is his last go at it. You know, there's not a you know a possibility that he's like coming back again. Um, it, it, I guess that just really helps like put a cap on it because there is so much uncertainty in college basketball when you're talking about what players are staying and leaving. It's really a nice mental break when we get a situation like this where you know this is the end and you can you can appreciate it for for everything that it is and you don't have to have it in the back of your mind wondering is this his last season is he going pro is he going to come back and I bet that probably helps for him too the fact that he doesn't have to think about that this season he knows this is it yeah for sure I mean having not having that way on you is a big thing and I think too like he talked about a little bit about the draft process just being kind of weird and it's weird for everybody and, and all bias aside. I mean, obviously I love the fact that Isaiah Livers is going to be playing for Michigan another season. Uh, Juwan Howard will have a go-to guy like that, especially if he stays healthy, but anyone in his position that kind of floated that line, it is a weird, everything's done via zoom. It's, it's such a weird process. The NBA draft is super delayed. There's so much uncertainty on seasons. NBA is playing in Disney in a bubble right now. And it just felt like he what he calls the right decision. Um, but it feels like the smart decision, too. Uh, there were some projections of him late first round, more likely second round, all the way to being undrafted, potentially. So to come back, to have that 
that sure thing, um, whether the season happens or not, like you said, not have a potential decision looming over him, hopefully not an injury to deal with. I think that he's going to be in a really good place come basketball season, uh, whether it starts on time or at all. Uh, And I think that Michigan's better for it, and I think that he will honestly do nothing but help improve his, his draft stock moving forward, assuming that next year looks a little bit more normal when the draft process comes back around. You know, this is an aside, but I was looking at Michigan's roster. Mike Smith, the uh, graduate guard from Columbia, you know what high school he went to? I do not. Fenwick. Fenwick? Wow. Fenwick High School. Burr Ridge, Illinois. If only you also went to Fenwick High School. How epic would that be? Uh, I I wouldn't be doing this. I'd be off somewhere, making millions. I'm ironically, <laughs> I'm drinking this beer called Six Foot Blonde, and let's just say I, uh, a Six Foot Blonde, I would find it more than just my beverage. If if I had gone to Fenwick High School, <laughs> like I said, it was an aside. <laughs> Very, very much so, but one that was, I honestly think, super important for this episode. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so we, we talked um, a little bit about Isaiah Livers and, well, versus Franz Wagner is sort of like who is the the top talent or the highest ceiling or whatever, but, but like playmaker-wise, between those two, who, who do you take as like the guy who's, you know, if Michigan – is it really in need of something, you're going to go to one of them. If you need a shot late, you're going to one of them. Who, who is it between them? Or is it somebody else? I think it's Isaiah Livers because of his experience. I think he's obviously coming back for uh, to take care of business and some unfinished business maybe. Again, hopefully having a, a full healthy season is something that's going to be on his mind. I do think Franz Wagner has more potential, but in a go-to situation, Isaiah Livers – um, it is likely to be just as clutch. And so my my real answer is both of them. I think having both of those guys in late game situations is going to be uh, super powerful and an asset to the team. But I still give Isaiah Livers the nod just because of his experience. I think he, again, was a, a healthy season away from truly being uh, Michigan's best player in all aspects of the game last year and, and probably still was even in limited time and limited action. But yeah, I think senior season, uh, again, working on a draft stock, but that being the, the main goal outside of finishing his, his college career and getting his degree, I think Isaiah Livers will be the go-to and should be the go-to uh, just based off of, of what he's brought to the, the table as a Michigan Wolverine. I'm going to split my ticket here because I think Franz Wagner, granted you know, Isaiah Livers was out for a lot of last season, but Franz Wagner was really good at putting together a string of buckets and he knew how to go get them. Isaiah livers on the other hand, I think, you know, if both are healthy, both are on the floor and you're talking about needing a late shot. I think you probably give it to livers. Uh, he's, he's maybe not the, uh, the highest ceiling of the, of, of the jump shooter, you know, cause Wagner dealt with that wrist injury and uh, you know, he might, he might be able to, to get a quicker release maybe uh, this season that would turn him into a, uh, an even, better shooter because he's already a good shooter but i think if you're talking about a late shot you probably go with livers but if you're in uh if if you if you find yourself you know down 10 
with five minutes to go. I think you're probably leaning on Franz Wagner to get to the bucket a couple times, make a play for himself because he proved last season that he can definitely do that. And he still definitely had a ways to grow into his body. He's, I mean, we're talking about a big six foot nine frame. If he can add a little something to himself and get a little stronger going downhill because he's got great length, you know, I, I think he's probably the guy who strings together uh, a few buckets for Michigan. Yeah, I think Va- Wagner for sure throughout the whole game is going to have to be the go-to uh, just because of the potential he has, the high ceiling he has, the motor he has, and yeah, like his ability to, to string together buckets like you mentioned. Uh, Isaiah Livers has always been pretty consistent. He's been a phenomenal shooter percentage-wise. Uh, is just kind of had that killer mentality on the floor, especially when it comes to his shooting ability. I'd like to see him get to the cup a little bit more. I think that's part of his game that he'd probably say he'd want to improve on as well. But another reason I think that it's easy to give Isaiah Livers the nod in terms of go-to is they really are going to need a guy like Isaiah Livers to be a leader. Without Xavier Simpson there, who was, I mean, truly and clearly the, the biggest leader and the biggest voice on the team, they need a guy like Isaiah Livers to kind of replace that role alone. So you have a senior leader with all the experience who can be the go-to guy in, in late game and, and uh, need a bucket situations. I think that that, for me, ultimately uh, gives him the nod when we talk about that, just because Xavier Simpson is going to be really tough to replace in that regard. And I think Isaiah Livers is obviously next man up when it comes to that, and I think that he'll do a great job with it. Not to say that Franz Wagner can't be vocal and can't be a leader because really uh, anytime you're going to have a, your biggest playmaker, uh, you, you have to have them uh, be a leader as well. But yeah, Isaiah Levers, just with his experience and the bond he seems to have with Jawan Howard, again, leading to part of the reason he's coming back for year two. I think that him in that regard, even if he's not taking a last shot, is, is definitely going to help orchestrate who does uh, in those situations and, and kind of be that on the floor coach that, Jawan Howard had with Xavier Simpson last year. Okay, so speaking of veteran leaders who will be hard to replace, I want to spend our last couple minutes here talking about Austin Davis because I doubt we'll ever give a full show dedicated to Austin Davis, even though he might deserve it, you know. But he was a little bit of a surprise when it was announced midseason that he'd be coming back for his fifth year because he was a guy who definitely played really well. But, um, you know, may not get all the minutes he could if he had transferred like he could have and and gone to a smaller school and you know potentially dominated. I mean, he, he's a big dude, 6'10", 250, and he definitely imposed himself on some opponents last season. What do you think his presence means for the team, even if he's not out there consistently, even if he doesn't play as well as he did last year? And Jawan Howard has glowing things to say about him. He's obviously like an important presence on the team. For me... Austin Davis is a guy and a story. Uh, obviously, the minutes he got were limited, and then they kind of increased a while there. And he, obviously, he was playing some really good basketball, super efficient on the court on offense and defense. For me, Austin Davis went from a story of, man, you hope he gets a shot next year just because of the the high-character guy he is, the relationship he seemed to be building with Juwan Howard, to me actually thinking like, wow, like Austin Davis needs a spot. Like he could be really crucial to the development of big men um, like Hunter Dickinson or just he's that valuable in his per 
uh, on the court. I mean, the, what he could do out there in the limited minutes. So for me, I think that it looks like a very similar role to last year. Obviously not having John Teske uh, will hurt Michigan. They're going to have to rely on other players and younger guys. But Austin Davis likely won't be a, a starter who, who gets starter minutes throughout a game, uh, even if he does happen to start the first few. But I think he's going to be really crucial on the floor. But yeah, exactly especially with his voice. I mean, this is a guy who has a ton of experience around the program. Uh, is going to be one of the, the true veterans on the team. And whether he gets 10 minutes a game or 20, I think his ability to lead, especially, again, being that second coach and helping lead the big men and really showing a, a great example of, hey, this is what I did and how efficient I was in limited time. Uh, as a freshman, as, as a younger guy, you might not see maybe as many minutes, just like I did in the last year, but here's how to make the most of them. And I think that he's a great example of the type of guy you want on your basketball team. And hopefully uh, he even continues to improve his game as well, because I'm sure for him, he's got a lot left to prove on the court as well. All right. Well, we would love to get back to talking about college football, Michigan football, but we really don't have many details about what this upcoming season is going to look like after the Big Ten and other conferences said we're going conference only this year. Uh, was you know we were told there would be a, a schedule forthcoming. Thought we would have it by now, but we don't. I guess we'll just continue to find things to talk about, though. I mean, baseball is back. This isn't really a baseball podcast, but worst worst case scenario, we could we could pivot to just like a, a Tigers podcast, I guess, for a little bit. But I, I I don't know how much I have to say about the Tigers at this point. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's they're the Tigers. Um, and we both formerly either worked or, or covered the Tigers. So yeah, that's true. Something to, to add. So, yeah, we can absolutely talk about the Tigers. I thought maybe, like, you know, we could try, you know, to jump into the, the beer podcasting. You know, I feel like that's a nice mutual interest. We could, you know, if you find a way to make WordPress phenomenal, maybe you do a web developer podcast. Maybe we talk about what it's like to, to be recently engaged every week and that's just all we talk about we'll find things to talk about i love in in 30 seconds we just came up with four possible topics so i don't think we'll be hurting for content after all but if you if you want to keep up with us uh i'm on twitter at ty underscore fenwick and derek is at divine identity thanks for listening go blue go blue